Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria and Gabriel and Ashley DeVoe will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space, you're sure to bloom in the waiting room. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on God. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on God to intervene and His promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria Udebiwa and Ashley Gubov will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how, on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space, you're sure to bloom in the waiting room. I'm Ashley Gubov. And I'm Victoria Ngebula. And today, we'll be talking about identity in Christ. Whew. With us, we have our special guest, the awesome and gifted woman of God, Krista Ifakoya. to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and do his thing. Go ahead, Sister Victoria, lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we know that the word that you have for us in this moment to lay out to your children is one that is worthy of our time and attention. And so we thank you that no matter how many times we had to restart, we are going to release into the earth, which will have us released, Heavenly Father. Allow your wisdom to fill our tongues and allow your understanding to reach those that hear what we have to say. We thank you for blessing this platform and giving us this opportunity. And we say, have your way, Holy Spirit, and do only what you can do. And it's in Jesus' mighty, holy, and heavenly name we pray. Amen. 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 So today we're talking about identity in Christ. So yes. I went on Google and I just wanted to get the definition of identity itself. Like what does it mean? Um there were three definitions that came, you know, that stood out to me the most. Right. And I'm gonna share it with you guys and then I'll just ask you both, you know, what comes to your mind after hearing that. Okay. Okay. So the first one is who a person is are the qualities of a person or group that make them different from others. Mm-hmm. Second one, sameness and all that constitutes the objective reality of a thing. Oneness. Mm-hmm. And third and last, the qualities, beliefs, etc. that make a particular person or group different from others. Sister Vic, what comes to your mind when you hear this three? You know, the interesting thing about it is I I love how those different those definitions are contradictory, right? Mm. So when you listen to the first and the third definition, it talks about the differences that set you apart from people. Right. Whereas the second definition is all about sameness, all about oneness, mm. right? And what I found is that, you know, prior to my walk in Christ, I identified with the first and third definitions. I thought right. it was about what makes me different. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, through accepting Jesus as my Lord and 
and Savior and accepting, um, you know, picking up my cross daily and dying to my flesh daily. I found that, you know, I more so identify my identity in Christ as oneness with Jesus. Right. You know, wow. and accepting that, you know, knowing who I am comes from allowing him to show me who I am mm-hmm. by allowing his will to be done and not my own. Wow, yes, wow. yes, yes. Sister Crystal, what you got for us? For for me, I think about that I played all three mm. of those roles in my life and for a very, very long time I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know my authority. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I had authority at all. I felt yeah. as if my identity was everyone else's identity and I always tried to take on someone else's identity. Mm. But now I know myself. I know myself very well. And I had to find Christ before I could find myself. So that's where I am with that. Mm -hmm. Listen, I too have identified with all three, Mm -hmm. but now I'm going to identify myself with Christ, being one with them. And like you said, for a long time, like I too didn't know myself. And it it definitely did some damage (laughs) to me. Some damage, you know, um, and I thank Jesus Christ for restoration. I thank him for not giving up on me because I know he wanted to re- reveal to me who I was in him, to show him the love, to to show me that I'm beautiful, to show me that I'm worth. I'm going to get a little emotional, but <laughs> it took some time because I was always looking for others or identify myself with others, whether it's through friendship, whether it's through my mom or people or a man. Yes. Lord, <laughs> but God is great. Amen. God is great. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, with that being said, I'm just going to just share a little bit um, of some things that come to mind for me. Um, the world, Satan, you know, we'll talk about the world, Satan, for those who, or don't, who don't know, <laughs> has made it its main goal to have us believers confused about who we are so that we don't walk uh, in our full purpose. Um, I was a victim of that. Like I said earlier, I saw friendship, men, and everything else but God, Mm -hmm. right? And with this cycle, with this toxic behavior, it caused me uh, my mental state, uh, my spiritual life, and even causing me to be emotionally unstable. So my, I was double-minded, you know, and God said, you know, he wants his children to be your yes to be yes and your no to be no. Um, So if I was involved with somebody, Lord, (laughs) I had identified myself with them, not God. So it's like my actions, even though like, oh, you know, you hear the Holy Spirit, be like, don't do it. He's Mm -hmm. like, you know, just, just test the water, you know? So I was one of those individuals that was always testing the water and then, got hurt at the end and it's a time where you know once i just fully surrender and i and become one with christ and understand who i am and and him and understanding his voice and the enemy's voice it definitely freed me from those things um i definitely want to ask you ladies have you can you relate to that um was there ever a time where because of you identifying or allows the world or people to just label you that it affected you in a way Oh, Vic or Crystal, one of y'all can go. Sister Crystal, whoever want to bless us. So for me, of course, it has been my relationship with men. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that I had to do what they asked me to do. I felt like I didn't have enough identity. Mm-hmm. They had already identified that I was naive. They had already identified mm-hmm. that I was willing to give my all. And they took advantage wow. of that. 
unbelievably took advantage of it to the fact that not only was I hurt, my children were hurt in the process of me not knowing who I was and knowing my authority. So now that I have a relationship with God and I know that I love myself, with me loving myself and loving Christ, I can love whoever comes next. I'm okay with my singleness. As before, my identity was always tied to a man. Like I had to have a man to feel like I was someone. Right. And it didn't matter how good they were, because they were not. <laughs> um, I kept them because it was better to have someone than no, no one. one. Wow. But now I know that with Christ, I have everything I need. Mm-hmm. I don't need anyone but Christ. Mm-hmm. And through him, everything is open to me. Amen. Wow. <laughs> Crystal. Everything is open to me. Ooh, no limit. No limit. Okay, Jesus, you're just blessing me. Okay, Crystal. Go ahead. So you know that quote that says, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's essentially the life that I was leading um, when it came to having the world uh, give me an identity instead mm-hmm. of finding my identity in Christ. Um, I it allowed a lot of different people from different areas of my life to speak into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I it wasn't from, you know I it was romantic relationships, but it was also friendships. It was also familial relationships. It was right. really just any person who felt that they had a word could speak into my life. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about it is when you don't know what your identity, people who do know their identity or believe that they know their identity, they know these things. They notice these things and when they're really not here to help you grow in wisdom or help you grow as an individual, Mm -hmm. they're gonna exploit those, that ignorance that you have Mm -hmm. and take advantage of you in manners that until you have the ability to know better and do better, you'll continue to keep falling for it. And so there were people who I I didn't even, before I recognized that the power of life and death was in the tongue, Mm -hmm. there were people who were speaking death into my visions death into my ideas making me feel as though i had an inferiority complex and just wasn't ever good enough or 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 worthy of the things that i felt the boldness to go after right Mm -hmm. and so oftentimes especially like when the proximity was very close to me they didn't feel great about our relationship until they chipped away and diminished Mm -hmm. me once they felt that my light was dim then they felt comfortable then they felt good about themselves. But you know what you learn in Christ is that, especially when, when God sets you up with the right people, they're always gonna be cheering for you. They're always gonna be speaking life into you. And you're going to recognize um, that this is that this is what you deserve as a person because yeah. Christ allows you to see your pers- give you proper perspective of who you always meant to be mm-hmm. and, and also help you recognize what you're not supposed to be accepting from people. Because now it's like, you try to speak death into my vision, you're getting an open review. Okay? Okay? <laughs> In the name of Jesus. And so that's that's where I was with that. Wow. Mm-hmm. You ladies said some powerful things. Um, just to add on, I think for me, um, my mom was a huge stronghold or who what she said I identified myself as um, growing up, you know, Verbal abuse was one thing, um, you know, saying I was a mistake and I should have never been born or that I would never amount to anything. Um, it was really 
like it affected me mentally. So it's like I think a lot of the decisions or things that I did later on in life was because of that. Because one, I didn't know who God was. I didn't really have that imagery of God. Um, so I had to learn to seek God for myself. Just like you said, so it's a, it's a relationship. So my mom, like I was seeking God through my mom, and I had to understand no, this is personal. So um, it had. Basically, I think I was at the age of 19 or 20, if I'm correct, right. I decided to leave my mom's church because I wasn't being spiritually fed. Mm. Um, and through that, God had started to kind of reveal himself through me. It didn't happen overnight, but I definitely had to go on my knees and actually want that relationship with Christ, with God, to just know who who, who is Ashley. What, what does he see? Because there are times I used to question, I'm like, God. Why am I still here? Why do you love me? Like, you know, what are your plans for me? Like, because you're saying in Jeremiah 29, 11, you have plans to prosper me. You know what I mean? So, like, help me see that. Help me believe it. Help me see what you see. Because right now, I don't see what you see. And I want to die. And, and, and I'm hearing these things, these voices that are not you. So, I kind of just, like, help me to understand your voice. Help me to t just take Satan's voice in my voice and my mother and other people. Like, help me hear your voice so I can love myself because I was I, I didn't love myself. I was identifying with things. I was putting myself in situations where God was saying no and because I didn't know who I was. Mm. Mm, we thank God for restoration, y'all. Yeah. We thank God for restoration. Um so two verses uh that comes to mind for me with this topic. <laughs> Girl, I already got key that well, you know what? It's Colossians 2, verse 9 to 10. Big, I'll have you read it out loud sure. <laughs> for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Mm. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to go first? What, what does that mean to him? I feel like Crystal, we got something. <laughs> Go ahead, Crystal. So for me, after researching a little bit about that um, scripture, what I come to find out is that without the head, mm -hmm. what happens to the body? Mm -hmm. We have, we all know that without the head, the body is not going to exist. Mm -hmm. And it starts from the head down. Mm -hmm. So if you are not aligned with Christ, if you are not aligned with God, you don't know your identity because mm -hmm. he gives you your identity. He spoke Zoe into you. He spoke life into you. Yeah. He knows what your identity is. Sometimes we run from that. And for years, I ran from that. I kept trying to run to drugs and run to sex and run to um, drinking, but mm -hmm. none of it really filled me the way that God filled me. Yeah. When I finally got his peace, when I got the fruits of the spirit, which Ooh. I will say, the fruits of the spirit cannot exist if you are not if your temple is not aligned, aligned with Christ. I'm sorry, say that again. The fruits of the Spirit cannot exist. They cannot align if you are not aligned with Christ. So you can say whatever you want. And I used to hear my aunt, and I'll say this because she's a pastor, and she used to tell me, she would be like, Crystal, when are you going to get it together? I was like, but I am. You don't know my heart. You, I pray daily. <laughs> I'm giving my all, all that I can. Smoking cigarettes, drinking, oh, Jesus. 
shacking up, but I'm doing you. But God sees my heart. Yes, he sees that you need to clean your heart. Mm. He sees that you need to come to his altar. He mm. sees that you need to come re-identify because I thought my identity and I thought when I ran, went around the Christians that I looked Christian. Mm. I knew how to look the part. Mm. But when I went around my homies, when I went around my homegirls and they didn't line up with the word of Christ, I knew how to fit the part then. And they knew I was a little different then, but still it was a calling. It was a tug on me. Like you can't serve two masters forever. Mm. Eventually you have to choose. You got to. Because if you don't, you have turmoil going on yeah. in your head. And it'll cause you to drink more. It'll have, cause you to have more sex. It'll cause, because you're study searching for that identity. Mm -hmm. But when you answer to that call, when you align your body mm. with your head, when your mind lines up with your body, you mm -hmm. function. And so now not only am I aligned on a mental and a physical le level, but spiritually yeah. on the line. So now when God speaks, I can hear him. And when I called my aunt and she was like, yeah, I, yeah, now you're where I thought I wanted you to be, but you couldn't hear me because you were too busy trying to tell me what your identity was, but not acting your identity. You can tell people all day, I'm mm. saying. You can tell people all day, I have it together. You can tell every, everybody everywhere that I'm okay with being single. But people see you. They see when you are chasing after men. They see you on these datelines. Mm. They see you when you are going to the quick trip and you're meeting <laughs> these random guys and they leaving your house in the middle of the night. They Ooh, see that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking no about myself. your success mm. because you know all this lying and not knowing what your identity is is only stopping you from reaching your destiny yeah so when you align yourself when you align with the word when you align with the body god can speak to you he can he can fill you mm. and do what he really wants to do in your life Just as Crystal correctly said, this part of scripture lets us know that identity, our true identity, can only come from Christ. Why? Because he is the head over every ruler and authority. Yeah. And so that means the powers and principalities in the world, this fallen world that we are a part of, mm -hmm. they're still underneath Christ. Mm -hmm. Everything submits to Christ. Yeah. And so you, you know, when you go through, when you're out in the world or belonging to the streets as pastor mike said in the sermon today <laughs> you know you you go through a period where even if it feels as though you have identity it's not something that's going to be able to ever fully fill that void yeah and you're not building anything on top of a firm foundation but what i also took from what crystal said that is so beautiful because i was thinking initially like how sad it is for people who are looking desperately looking for identity but don't have access to the word of god yet right mm -hmm. but 
the beautiful thing about what we get from Christ is that our all the different tests that we go through become our testimony. Yeah. No matter what you are suffering, mm-hmm. no matter what turmoil that you've gone through, as soon as Jesus steps into your life, you're able to look very different than your circumstances. Yeah. You're able to completely have the, the slate wiped clean. It is a process, yeah. but if you allow yourself to be made anew, you indeed come out a new creation. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, There isn't shame attached to the things that you've been through Mm -hmm. because your story has the ability to speak to those who are at a different leg of their journey than you. And when you allow yourself the the freedom of being truly transparent about the things that you've gone through, that's healing for somebody else. That allows somebody else, that frees somebody else of their own shame when it comes to the things that they've experienced. And so... You know, I felt I was just having a full circle moment as Crystal was speaking because at first I was like, it's very sad that they don't have this access. But eventually when they do, they're going to see sisters like Crystal. They're going to see sisters like Ashley. They're going to see sisters like myself who have been through crap, who have had messy lives, gone through a lot of really just, um, you know, just very, very messy situations and circumstances. But God, God. with a mighty hand, was able to rescue us Mm -hmm. and set us aright once we found out what our our identity in Christ is. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. I don't even have a thing to say, but I'll just share my little two cents. Yes, girl. (laughs) Um, I put that, know that when you accept the Lord and truly seek who you are in him, by giving him full authority, you become complete. Understanding not our will, but God's alone. Is key because I know that was something for me. I was always trying to have put God in the box or make God a little puppet, you know, like Lord, little genie, little genie, like you know. And I if things didn't work, I'll get mad or I'll go back to my old ways. Lord, I'm not gonna drink no more, and because life wasn't going my way, let <laughs> me get that bottle of wine, chuck, 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 you know. But anywho, God is good. We thank yeah. God for restoration. Amen. Um, the second verse that I wanted to share with you guys, but it's first Corinthians six, verse 17, it states, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. It's a simple one. It's a simple one. It's very simple. I wanted to be prepared just in case, but you know you're right. Very yeah, simple. That was very simple. Mm-hmm. Straightforward. You know, God, yes. he likes that with his word. Yes. So, so thou shall not. But yes. you know. mm-hmm. Anything you guys want to add to that? I think I summed it up in you the last one because that, like, if you're not aligned, you can't align yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to rely upon Christ. You have yeah. to rely upon God. He will do the alignment. You just have to admit that you need his help. The moment that you say, God, I need your help. He comes. He comes. Mm-hmm. The moment that you're in those compromising situations, say, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's there to take you out of those situations. But you have to be listening. You have to be willing. You have to be a willing participant in God doing what He needs to do in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, I feel like it just, like you're saying, full submission to Christ, right? When you allow every, when you choose Christ to lead you every single day, you stop slipping. Right? Yeah. Sin nature is something, unfortunately, 
that we were all born with, right? Yeah. But we were given free will. And the hope was that we would choose God's will over our own because we recognize that he knows us better than we know ourselves. Right. And he knows all of our heart's desires, right? Yeah. And so when we allow ourselves to come into alignment, to be one in spirit with Christ, yeah. we're no longer going to be slipping to sin mm -hmm. because we are literally putting on the new man. Yeah. Christ is the man who was born without sin. Yeah. So we don't fall to the things that we normally fall to when we're left to our own devices. Right. We're instead walking the narrow path where every crooked path has been made straight. Yeah. So it's a win-win yeah. situation. I love it. And I have a few things that I wrote down. Um, talk about your heart posture, your characteristics, and so forth begins to change as you become one with God. Um, when you are one with God, those labels that you even the world mm -hmm. and places he gets to fall off mm -hmm. God replace that with his label, his identity, what he says, you know, and that's yes. what matters. Um, <clears throat> I definitely put one, um, you are made in his image. Okay. Okay. You are all made in God's image. You better, you better claim that. You better believe that and receive that. I put on a strap on your armor of God that is found in, um, Ephesians 6, <laughs> the book of Ephesians, it talks about, you know, strapping um, your armor of God, putting your helmet of salvation. So, you know, just saying, Lord, put on a helmet of salvation. Let me hear your voice, um, not the enemy. Like, let it be your thoughts that I hear. Um, putting your breast to the righteousness, asking God to search our heart. There are stuff that is in our hearts until we say, Lord, reveal it to me. Because a lot of times we have those actions or things that we do. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. So just asking God to look into our heart, uh, putting our shield of faith, because Satan is always going to come. It's a daily thing, you know, with this whole identity. He's always going to come with voices or new uh, tactics, but understanding that, okay, is this really God or is this the enemy is very crucial. Uh, putting on your sweat of your spirit, slashing that demon, that enemy head off, and even yourself, because there are things that we still have in us that the Lord needs to prune out. Um, strapping your belt of truth, understanding how important to know the word of God, because mm -hmm. it is helpful. It is very helpful knowing the truth, because Jesus Christ is the truth. And because he lives in you, you are free. You are free from whatever the enemy has said, whatever people have said, whatever your family. You are free, and God is getting ready to do big things. Mm -hmm. Big things. Mm -hmm. The moment you release, the moment you say, no more, God, I'm ready, he will do tremendous things. I'm a living testimony of that. I am. <laughs> and strap on your gospel shoes. Know that what you've been through, like Sister Vic said, it's not in vain. It is a testament. You're going to free somebody else. You're going to be able to connect with somebody else. It's very important. So don't think that what you went through, God can't use you. God can use you. God uses anybody he wants. Anybody. So your story matters. Um... So I did have some questions that I did, you know, wanted to ask to talk about. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you believe that it is imperative for us believers to seek who we are in Christ in order to do this journey? Say that again. Do we believe what? That it is imperative or important uh, for us believers, for those who are struggling, you know, to believe Jesus Christ. Um, Basically, in order to just walk, like, do you believe that? I think you answered that earlier, but we basically went and answered the questions that I had, y'all. <laughs> so, okay, say it one more time. Do we believe that it is imperative for us believers to seek who we are in Christ in order to do this journey? 
Yes, it is very, very important because if we are like the world, as yeah. they say, then there comes a point when you will spaz out, as they call it. Yeah, you'll get to a point where life is so frenzied that you're you're trying to figure it out. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But when you are a believer, a true believer, you're like, okay, God. What you gonna do? Because I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't see myself coming through this. I'm gonna I'm need you to show up right show up. Here, right now. Right like now. what this is? I'm leaving this in your hands. And yes, I probably should have came to you before now, but I'm coming now. Please help me. And from that moment, he's gonna step in and he's gonna do some things. Now you do read what you sow, and a lot of people don't know the significance of that. But as a believer, we have to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Yeah. But as a believer, you can't believe today and not believe tomorrow. Woo! You have to be consistent in your belief. It isn't, okay, today, God, I believe that you're going to work this out. But five minutes later, something happened, and you're like, what am I going to do, God? I don't know what I'm going to do. No. What happened to you believing just five minutes ago? Believe I'm going to come through. If a situation arises as a believer, you should have the faith to know that God is going to come through for you because you believe consistently. Now, of course, if you're not believing every day, you're going to be kind of scared because I used to be scared. Like, God, you, go, you got my back this time because I know I'm not worthy. But, and I know I didn't mess up and I kind of brought this on myself, but if you could please still help me, he still helps me. Yeah. Even when I mess up, he still helps me. But that's that belief. It's the practice of belief. It's the practice. When you start to practice it more, that's now faith is the substance yeah. of things hoped for, evidence of the things not seen. Yeah. Hebrews 11 and 1. Mm. You have to know and believe and walk in that. You have to step out on faith, as our church says. Step out on faith. Not even knowing what that step, not knowing if the cliff is about to be on the other side, <laughs> but blindly just like stepping out. Right. That one act of faith as a believer yeah. means a lot. And other believers and other people will see your belief and they yeah. start to step out on faith as well. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. Um, <laughs> I believe that it is imperative, um, mainly because in order to really be on this journey, yeah. Because I look at how you know um, the revelation of who you are in Christ. Yeah. That that comes through intimacy with Christ. Yeah, that isn't something that just um, comes with just declaring that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. It is uh, choosing every single day to invite Jesus into your earthly circumstances through prayer, right? Yeah. Reading your word on a regular basis, mm -hmm. um, inviting the Holy Spirit to lead you in all things, making the claim before you begin the day, yeah. Holy Spirit, let your will be done, not my own. And so it is a heart posture that is actionable. Yeah. And I believe that that's really what separates, you know, people who are on the walk, because like Crystal said, there's different degrees of what it means to be a believer, mm -hmm. but to actually be on the journey, be on that narrow path that we talked about where all everything that was crooked was made, is now made straight, uh, yeah. straight, you have to be willing to become a part of an even smaller group of believers yeah. who are completely dismissing their will and allowing 
themselves to be completely sold out on who Christ has the ability to be in their lives when they let their lives go and allow Jesus to, to completely step in. And so I believe if you are truly <clears throat> trying to have transformation in Christ, it is imperative for you to seek who you actually are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to keep falling victim to the old ways in which you were running your life. You have to completely let yourself out of the picture and let Christ in all the way if you're going to see a change, a true change in your life. And like Crystal said, if you're going to stop teetering with fear. Guys, just doing so great. It's like, <laughs> I don't even have to say anything else. <laughs> like, I agree with the, both of you guys. It's very, very important. And you, I know when I took the, the step to be honest and, and see God, He freed me. He mm -hmm. freed me from so much, so much. Um, like, everything you both said, I, I agree with that. I've experienced that and I know how important it is for me. And just like with the faith, like, Sometimes I know I've heard people say, oh, I'm impressed. Like, you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to feel this feeling, but do not do not be led by it. Don't allow your day to end by it. Like, Lord, I'm angry. I know your promise still stands because your word says you have plans for me. That's when you got to go back to the word. Like, Jesus, you said <laughs> You got me. It says you're a little heavy, but I trust you. Yes. Doesn't matter what it looks like. I know your will will be done. Mm -hmm. I know that it is true. Yes, I'm sad. This is too much for me. But God, you're bigger than my fears. God, you're bigger than my problems. I have to do that. Because if I don't do that, depression will come back. Yeah. Suicidal will come back. That's how I was trapped in it for, for a good 10 years. Because it was just like I was being led by my emotions and, and what it looks like. So faith is important. Choosing faith over fear. Choosing what the word of God says. And knowing that it is his time. Not ours. It is his will, not ours, but it is important. Um, so now, this was so awesome, guys. This was so amazing. <laughs> yeah, really great conversation. So amazing. We're in our last five minutes, okay? Um, we want to show, tell you guys how you can stay connected with WOW. Uh, woman helping other women. Praise Jesus, my God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can go to www.whow.com network.org again www.whownetwork.org um so as we wrap up um we just want to do a call to action how can we help the audience and even ourselves because i'm pretty sure i could learn from you and i could learn from Vic, and we all, we all could learn from each other like what are some steps that you guys want to share to help them get this ball rolling to, to know who they are and if they you know slipping because you know you could slip because i know pastor mike said one thing that stood out to me during the sermon every day you wake up you have a new chance a new opportunity do you feed your flesh or do you feed your spirit right so <laughs> your flesh still exists it's still here <laughs> you know those thoughts are going to come but when you wake up you strap on your armor of god you know who you are and even when trials and tribulations or temptations comes what do you do? So how can we free our brothers or sisters? You know, there are some brothers too, you know, a couple brothers, it's not just sisters. We all need to be free. Um, go ahead, Sister Christine, go ahead. Sir. So an um, action item that I'll say that I implore everyone to do is to go onto your social media or go out to your text message and message the women 
or the people that you're closest to and ask them, what do they see you as? Ask them, do they see you as a Christian or do they see you as, what do they see you as? Mm -hmm. And that's going to clear up a lot about your identity. Finding out what people see you as. Do they see you as a nice person? Are you are you just nice? Do they see you as, you know, a believer? Or do they just see you as the homie that I kick it with? We good we get good together. I mean, that's how you know what your identity is really looking like right now. Wow. Wow, what was she up like? <laughs> Um, I was going to say prayer, right? Um, and, and specifically first thing in the morning. If it's not something that you have already been employing as a part of your day, right? Give it a try, right? Yeah. Uh, invite God into your circumstances and situations through prayer and have a hot conversation with him. A, a yeah. humble on, what is it? Humble, open, and transparent conversation with them. I was about to say something else. <laughs> you know, and just mention identity. You, It is perfectly okay to say, Lord, I've been identifying myself as this person for so long. I have no idea what I'm doing. All I know is it's not working anymore. And I need you. I don't know how to come in prayer, but I know you see me and I know you hear me when I tell the truth. So just have your way and help me with this identity thing. That is a perfectly fine prayer to pray in the morning. Wow. You know, just invite the Lord in on that situation and circumstance. And yeah. you'd be amazed how he steps in. Wow. So I'm going to share three little bullet points. Right? Sure. It just goes back to what you're saying, spending quality time. So yeah. I have, you know, spend quality time. What does that look like? That one more, be intimate with the Lord. Um, develop a quiet time, whether it's two minutes, five minutes, start small. It's still a quiet time. So you know who he is and who you are in him, right? Um, understand that this is a process. It's a daily step. You got to do this daily. got to do this daily. Um, lastly, learn the power that lies in your tongue, right? Speak life over yourself. Speak life as in like what you want to see. I know for me, um, just Vic knows this. I stopped drinking a year. The last time I drank was um, December, Lord, of 2019, I think. And it was I had to because I realized some actions, you know, some things that I was doing, mess situations that I had to give that up. I had to completely surrender that to God. And I know it was gonna be hard because I love my wine. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> but God is good, you know. I had to come before him and say, Lord, I need you. And when I reached out to a friend, she was like, it's okay if you slip up. I said, no, I'm not gonna slip up. I got the Holy Spirit for that, my accountability partner. He's gonna help me. So in the time or the thoughts or the temptations, I would reach out to someone that I trust who would pray over me and speak life over myself, because that's important. You could be speaking life over yourself, that makes sure your surroundings, your close ones, people you go to, connect with, they too are speaking life over yourself, over your, over, over you. Over you. There you go. Over mm -hmm. thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So that's important, speak life, not death. See what you, you know, speak what you want to see over your life. Like I am beautifully and wonderfully made, or I am 
um, I am amazing. I am love. I am successful. I am you know? righteousness. I am righteousness of God. Of God you yeah. know, just 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 those good things. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Before we close up, we're gonna have Sister Crystal bring us out. Go ahead, girl. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we were able to come to the waiting room, Lord God. And in the waiting room, Lord God, that things are being revealed to the women, that they are transformed from the inside out, that they increase their their uh, relationship with God, Lord God, and they do things that are pleasing to him. I pray that the women find their identity in Christ, Lord God, because through him, they will know the spouse that they need. They will know the way they should raise their children. They should know the way they should lead their lives, Lord God. And we thank you for that today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Till next time. Bye. Bye.